Uh, Does anyone have piloting abilities? No, that was our... Smallcraft. I'm going to leave that up to an NPC. That was our instant friend. Things are just going to happen. I might just put it up to a roll. Did he get promoted? No, he's never getting promoted. Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) He's now a bus driver. He's now a bus driver for the Corps of Engineers. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. Space. The thing we have to cross. These are the voyages of the USS Horizon. Its ongoing mission to seek out new life, to swear it was on stun the whole time, and to boldly claim we can fix it. Hey there, listeners. Welcome back to our second episode in this month's campaign. We return to Star Trek Adventures. We are playing through a campaign called The Assessor's Gambit, written by Jim Johnson. It is the second to last episode in the Living Campaign that we've been playing through for uh, season one. I think they're doing another season of Living Campaign. Uh, Star Trek Adventures by Modifius. I am running this game, but I am not alone at this table of Starfleet officers, the finest that Starfleet has to offer. Uh, I am here joined by the crew of the USS Horizon as they fly into an unknown situation that will definitely be involving the Romulans this time uh, with our captain at the ready. Uh, I am Connell Macbeth, better known in the nerd community as Toronto's greatest supervillain and evil genius, Dr. Terawatt, playing Captain Gavin Schofield. And his assistant, standing at the ready with a fresh cup of tea. And Captain, are you sure you don't want to have a nap before we go into battle? I might. Erica Sabo, I am playing Tazar, our Vulcan counselor, to the captain. Please do your stretches, Captain. Oh, my God. It's very important. <laughs> so you've been kind of brought in as like, we don't have yeomans anymore in the 24th century, but you've been kind of brought in <laughs> to play the role of like the captain's assistant or the personal assistant. Yes. So you're there to like keep track of his schedule, make sure he's, you know, following through. And maybe someone up the ladder is just like, we've got a lot of flags in our system for like high stressful situations and we just don't want another broken captain. Of course. Uh, and, uh, I'm fine. I'm sure that you Every make time I all do the, the stretches, right. my shirt untucks and I gotta tuck it back in again. And I hate it. <laughs> Down in the lab, returning to the horizon after a brief trip over to the USS Revelation. Velvet Wells, the Velvet Duke of the Dandies, and I am Lieutenant Commander now, Lieutenant Commander Bo Lassa. And uh, Bo Lassa is joined by one of the people that left the Revelation, being like, I'm going where the action is. Yeah, Our I want science shit. officer. Neil Tavares, uh, playing Lieutenant Commander Tethachova Quill, Chief Medical Officer. Yeah, so uh, you you were Chief Medical Officer on the Revelations. You're not the CMO here. It's just part of your resume now. We do have Rempel. I don't want to demote the guy right now. But, I mean, hey, if anything were, unfortunate were to happen to him, there would be a job opening. That's true. So uh, if, uh, if you want to be CMO, uh, the next time I will just reassign him. Like I have reassigned everyone else. We'll see. <laughs> I'm, not, push down I'm not above that. I'm like Q running this game here. Uh, just a snap of my fingers. So uh, before we f- warp in, uh, I didn't do this in the last episode. It didn't really come up because it was a lot of establishing thoughts. But your values are important in this game. You will not level up if you don't use your values, either invoking them to spend a determination point to get an automatic success on a roll or challenging them to avoid creating complications or creating advantages in a scene, I can use your values as well against you. If you accept my suggestion, uh, you will get a determination point as my thanks, as well as I will create a complication using your value against you. Uh, So uh, starting back up again uh, with the captain, your uh, values right now are self-reliant, parentheses mostly. <laughs> uh, diplomacy is always an option. Yep. And responsibility to the truth. So how are you feeling these values play into this mission as we fly into Candidate 3? 
<laughs> what? I, like, like, like what I was, I was, uh, I was saying, it's just like we're gonna go in and we're gonna be at our battle stations and we're gonna be ready for a fight because there's already been aggression against uh, yeah. those probes, and so I'm gonna try to talk it out. Because you know the Klingons know... are gonna back you up on this plan. Oh, exactly. Uh, that's the thing is that like no one's gonna want to talk, and I know that going into this that the like, Klingons don't want to talk, the Romulans aren't gonna want to talk, but I gotta go in and I gotta make an attempt. I'm definitely at diplomacy. using diplomacy is always an option to create some. <laughs> complications in your scene oh yeah to go against like, if you want. i'm gonna try i know that it's not gonna work but i'm gonna try uh tazar uh as assistant to the captain your values are strange stronger as a collective precise to a fault uh inexperienced and idealistic and captain's broke gonna fix uh how are you feeling this is playing into your mission here because oh, no. um, your mission is a little different from the cruise mission your yes. mission is the captain yeah. Oh no! <laughs> and the cruise mission is Canada Three. Yes, yes, I, I am monitoring the captain. Are you I, um, filing daily reports to Starfleet Medical? Yes, oh I, I am. I'm observing <laughs> you during um, your sleep patterns. I am ensuring that we are under. You're taking you're taking this new assignment very seriously. Yes, that old. <laughs> very. I think it's very important that I do so and that I ensure the safety of everybody on this ship. If as the well captain's too. if the captain is sane, the crew is safe. Yes, well, we must also work as a team, and I think that there are definitely flaws in you, Captain, Mm. but I also feel that you are improving and you are bettering yourself through it. I do feel (laughs) that I am helping you improve that, and I want to see you go above and beyond. Captain's a puzzle, and you're going to just assemble this into I'm glad someone believes in me. (laughs) It's like a puzzle. More more like those, like, nails that you got to different shapes and you got to block it. <laughs> just keep <Yeah>. those. <laughs> so, uh, Bolas, uh, uh, your values are kind hand, closed fist, uh, last to leave, and a home among the stars. So that has played out in the past to be like, you're in that room as it's collapsing because no one, everyone else hasn't beamed out yet. Uh, how do you feel um, these values are serving you now as we're getting very close to answers with the uh, with the builders, I feel like this these missions have shaped me so much, and uh, it's just you know all the detritus has been wiped away, and th- these are core to who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that I went in far more with kind hand, uh, and I'm starting to learn the value of closed fist. Uh, <laughs> and the last to leave, I, I can't help it. I have uh, I've abandoned things in the past, but. Uh, I still will continue to be last to leave, but now it's because there are still questions. There are mm-hmm. still mysteries, and I want to yeah. soak up as much data as possible. You're going to be the last to possible. leave the Shackleton Expanse now. Yes. It's not even yes. just like leave the planet. Yeah. Um, Teth, your values, loyal to Starfleet, so much more to discover, stronger in diversity, and don't, uh, don't prove, improve. Um, that worked out for you last time. These values have been Absolutely. on, uh, they've been in your favor this time. Uh what uh how do you feel going into this mission with 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 uh with teth well with this one i think he he still feels a little out of his element despite knowing a little bit more than other people you've been caught up people. in a current a little bit faster yeah. than you yeah it's something he's absolutely thrilled about but is still a little Being bit swept unsure away. Yeah. yeah now another thing it's not a value but it is a talent that both you and tazar share uh you both have doctor's orders Doctor's orders allow you to roll to give a command to another player in a situation that involves their health. And in the narrative of Star Trek, it's the only time you can outrank 
the the captain. Now, normally that's the chief medical officer, and Teth, it might be a bit of a stretch for you to order the captain that way, but Tazar has been assigned to the captain <laughs> as, to me as, as, her per, as his personal <laughs> assistant. So uh-huh. you might actually be able to order the captain to have a nap. Um, and, and with your connections to the Admiral Teth and to this task force, you could definitely use doctor's orders in situations that also put the mission at risk and things like that uh, at allow. So there, there are a few ways that all of you now going in kind of have um, a leg over the captain when it comes to this particular mission. If he ends up doing stuff that you'd be like, no, I would do it differently. Uh, there, there are ways for you to, to attack that. So we are minutes away from coming out of warp. Uh, we were talking a little bit before we started recording on on final preparations. Um, it, last chance here before we we we, we come into candidate three, and then we're going in, and then we're and then we're just off to the races until the very end. So uh, around the table, what are you doing to prepare? We'll go to captain last. What are you doing to prepare? Because captain's kind of a support role, which is nice. Uh, what are you doing to prepare for for candidate three? We got the Mapool uh, nearby warping in. You're both going to arrive at approximately the same time. You've got your telemetry data from the probes. You've got your data dump. You've got Dr. Talia Fora downstairs. Uh, how are you getting ready for this mission? Uh, reverse order, Teth. I mean, as far as I for for him to kind of get things ready, I, I I'm not entirely sure. Just still yeah. going over some of the information that's been given, and yeah. we're 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 walking into a situation where yeah. our probes have been blasted and destroyed, but we mm. don't know why. We don't yeah. know. There's a good chance how, that they found something first. Getting ready, like you're you're also on an unfamiliar ship with an unfamiliar crew. You just kind of got beamed in like 11 hours ago. Uh, how have you been personally getting ready uh, for the Whatever this is going to be, I don't know that he's been on too many of these larger kind of. What what class was it again? Galaxy, the galaxy, galaxy class. class. Well, there are. Yes. This is the largest. Yeah. 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 So maybe just trying to make his way around and finding out what needs to be what. So as you've been spending eleven hours things. asking for directions. Correct. Like, yeah. where's the holodeck? It's down, and yeah. like you can just touch the wall, and it'll point you to where you need yeah. to go, like the computer on board. But you're like, I don't. You don't. You're, just the necessities. Like I don't have time for where, where, where's it. The sounds mess hall? interesting. Where, where's the yeah. doctor's office? Where's the bridge? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where are my quarters? Where's the bridge? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, your quarters. You've been assigned uh, because uh, they've been brought in. You've, uh, oh, you've been assigned to uh, Rudsky's quarters. It's Rudsky. He's on board. Remember Rudsky from Revelations? He was the one uh, yeah, yeah. that Brent got uh, tethered to outside the ship and got like radiation <laughs> burns. And uh, uh, he's on board the Enterprise, the Enterprise. He's on board the Horizon now, and he is just so excited to be the new replicator technician on the Horizon. And he and you, you come into your room with like your your backpack that was beamed over from Narendra, and you come in, you finally find your quarters, and Rudsky's there, and it's a shared bunk mate quarters situation. Oh, wonderful! And and he's like Lieutenant Chovaquil. Oh my goodness, it's so exciting to see oh. you. I finally see a familiar face. I've been going around telling everyone about how much fun it's been being on the Revelations. And you know what? No one on board Horizons eats any French fries. Can you believe that? I French can't, fries I can't, are just going Rutsky. out of it's, We don't anymore. It's really good to see you. I really didn't think this was going to ever happen. I thought I was going to be just a complete fish out of water. I didn't think this was ever going to happen either, but uh, then someone just thought it would be a funny bit. That's brilliant. <laughs> That's I'm so glad that he was 
really looking forward to that. <laughs> there was no way the Corps of Engineers was keeping him around. So they got him onto the first ship on Narendra that they could ship him to. And Narendra's just big enough that they can just assign him in. And Captain <laughs> Scoville tends to rubber stamp these things pretty quickly. So when, When's your <laughs> when's your uh, your shift start, uh, Rudski? Oh, well, you know, we're on yellow alert, so they don't really have much use for a replicator technician. So I'm just hanging tight. I'm just going to be here. I'm should should you not be to close out. to the replicator in case it breaks down I'm i would to a replicator oh okay okay great that's good <laughs> all right i gotta go back up to the bridge um so um Wait, I just... okay i've got i'm, I'm setting up like a uh, a holodeck club uh later for some holo novels uh later in the week whenever this is all said and done you know uh, romulans uh blew up some really important wow, we're stuff up against romulans uh, yeah potentially I should probably read those dossiers <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's probably advisable. He's just down in this room. He, there's no windows in the room. He doesn't even know we're at warp. <laughs> Rutsky, I, I, you know what? This has been a pleasure. I will see you later today, uh, and maybe we'll have some tea. All right. He comes to give you a big fries. hug. Or fries. Uh, I just freeze up and allow him to hug me. <laughs> Lassa, how are you preparing here before we come out of warp? Uh, I am going to assign a bunch of people to work on beefing up the tricorders. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to capture as much oh. uh, as much sensor data as possible. Oh, we okay. found on the planets, etc., that yes. that, uh, that uh, was uh, we ran out of room on what we had. Yeah. So no, and 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 we certainly dealt with a lot of electromagnetic interference right. and all this crap. And so yeah, you're coming in here. So uh, yeah, actually, give me a science control. Yeah, science yeah. and control role. Um, and you're going to be working with, with the crew. Uh, so I'm just going to, if someone yeah. else just roll uh, one die to represent the, uh, the staff you're working with. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, that's awesome. So you're like getting, uh, assuming that you're going to hopefully get a landing party to go right. down on that class M planet. Absolutely. Uh, you want to have uh, more rugged tricorders ready to up right. withstand it. That will withstand the electromagnetic, but really, also capture more information. Yeah, no, I'm down for that. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, both yes. of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. um, we're going to create an advance, uh, 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 an, uh, an advantage. Uh, it'll be a trait in the scene when we beam down uh, with, if we have a landing party. That landing party will be equipped with rugged tricorders, which will reduce any difficulty from interference by one. Great. So normally these scenes have had like difficulty two. They'll now be down by one mm -hmm. with those tricorders. So that's, that's some really good forward thinking. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Counselor Tazar, how are you preparing... And how are, how is the crew feeling uh, as we go into this? Well, I've been working together. Um, so you're the ship's counselor, which even for a junior officer on such a large ship is a pretty big responsibility. And your job is also on sort of the if the if the XO like Haddock, who's not here, their responsibility is to like the well-being of the crew, but also more on like a as like a manager kind of side. Where yours is more like ship's mom. Uh, you're there to ultimately like how how is the crew feeling going into this? Well, I, I did encourage we um, do and continue our yin yoga session today um, just to accentuate a sense of calm and, and, and ensure that, you know what, I think we are ready for this. Yeah. Uh, deep down, though, of course, there is that sense of apprehension. Yeah. There is that sense of worry and especially that sense of of perfectionism that I, I, I carry deep yeah. inside. Well, you're not going to let, you want to fix this captain or you're not going to let the captain down. I don't want to disappoint the captain. Yes. Yeah. I really don't want to disappoint the captain and I want to do whatever I can to so ensure. I'll have you coming up onto the bridge safe. as we come out of warp. Um, yes. Are you bringing anything or doing anything for the captain when you arrive on the bridge here? And then we're going to ask the captain what he's doing. Well, I 
give you a nice massage on the shoulders because I can tell how tense you are from all of this. Uh, Vulcans don't really understand personal space. Nope. You know, no. <laughs> or massages. <laughs> and aren't Vulcans like crazy strong? Oh, yeah, oh, like yes. nerve pinch. <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, you have... Pinch uh, our Vulcan does do have, have the nerve pinch nerve talent. Pinch. So they know all, like, the medical procedures of neuropressure. <laughs> and there's a way, like, you could just touch that and the stress yes. will just disappear like acupuncture. Oh, my God. I thought it was going to be like, we're about to drop out of warp and you're unconscious. Like, <laughs> But, like, I mean, if she wants to. If I want to. And yeah. that is partially why I am doing this, Captain, because I need to ensure that we are making the right choices here. Oh, uh, give me a uh, uh, roll um, fitness and medicine. Sure. Oh, two. Yeah, roll two uh, die. Okay, okay. Fitness and medicine. Difficulty zero. I want to get it. Oh, yeah. Oh, and nice. A 14 and a 2. And what's fitness plus medicine on your sheet? If you were to add that together. Four, so 13. So 13. So yes. you lost one, but you succeeded at another. Yes. And so that's fine. I'm going to give you, uh, uh, give me a blue token there to represent another. Uh, uh, you got some momentum generated. Momentum. As well as um, how many, what's the number beside nerve pinch? Is it five? Uh, yes, it is five. So here, roll these five D6s. Okay. To represent how much damage you deal during your massage. <laughs> damage? What? <laughs> so, uh, wow. how many fives and sixes? And were you having any ones and twos? No, there's no? Uh, so two. So, uh, fives, fives and sixes, and sixes. Are, are effects. Okay. So, uh, you, Captain, gain two points in stress. What? You gain. Remember oh, how you gain. have your total stress? Okay. Okay. And when so we have get, it capped off. I've already got an extra three from, from Resolute, so So you've got another, another two, two that have been added in. Oh, thank you. From from, okay. from that neural pressure. All right. I thought it was gonna be like, and you take four damage. Just be like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, so I know what I'm doing, Captain. Yeah. Was, yeah. Like, yeah no, that's not work work environment. Captain, <laughs> we're about to come out of warp, uh, uh Stephen Prince uh, announces. Uh, any last minute preparations? We you, got you gave your you gave your speech. Gave my speech, we got the shields up, everybody's ready. This is it. Yep. All right. So we come out of warp into the Canada 3 system. Um, uh, who's on the sensors? Want to have Lhasa? Lhasa, that's your old station. Yeah, it was my old so, station. Yeah, Lhasa's on the sensors. Absolutely. Um, so uh, on the sensors, Lhasa, there are no signs of Romulans in the system. Um, although you are picking up uh, elevated levels of tetrion particles and electromagnetic and gravimetric disturbances in the system are immediately wrecking havoc on your ship's sensors. Like the whole screen kind of goes like a bit, like as soon as you come out and you're trying to scan it. Uh, there is a trait with an intensity of two in this system, uh, increasing the difficulty of tasks of sensors by two, but our sensors are rugged and working well, so the t intensity brings it down by one so until we run out of- those were the uh, Yeah, but we also have advanced sensor suites oh, installed, true. which right. do the same trick, okay. which we which which Connell spent on a level up previously. Yeah. So when that happens though, we do have a power rating on the ship. And if we run out of power every time we use those sensors, we may lose that advantage. Mm. Uh, so Teth, you got a question? Uh, just a question, yeah. As far as uh, where it comes into focuses of xenobiology, is there a chance that maybe I know like the thought process of the potential Romulans? On no, what? but no? xenobiology will definitely help when we're studying alien languages okay. on the planet and things Sounds like fair. that. Um, uh, but thought processes, uh, if you've got any kinds of stuff on negotiating or diplomacy or uh, uh, galactic politics, uh, all of those kinds of things that Tazar definitely has as her focuses, mm -hmm. uh, she would absolutely be able to advise us on Romulan behaviors and patterns. 
uh, if you would like to do that, Tazar. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so a uh, reason and no, uh, 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 insight and uh, and command. Let's let's roll those two together. Okay. Insight. Okay, so I got oh, a nice. ten and a nine. Okay, so both of those succeed. So you get two successes. So uh, you can uh, you get two momentum, and you can spend any number of that momentum right now to ask me questions about the Romulans. Okay. So. Do you, would you like to ask me any questions about the Romulans? You, you, you have some insight that I can yes. give you, and that's what this is. These represent insight. Yeah. So, the, uh, I mean, just because you don't necessarily see them on the sensors, we know they've been in the system. They're obviously cloaked. Uh, they wouldn't leave a system and stake a claim like that. They wanted us to see what we had done. That's why they appeared in front of the image of, the, of, the, of, of those probes. And then shot them. They were not stealthy about this, specifically to lure us here. Mm-hmm. You're oh, convinced no. the Romulans want us to be here as much as they want us to know they're here. So they're being quite overt. Yeah. So do you have any other questions you would like that I could answer that maybe I don't haven't considered? Is there any way for us to be able to communicate this in a peaceful manner? There is no known way to communicate with a cloaked vessel. Oh, okay. Yeah. And especially with the science vessels going on here. So I'll let you hold on. Just a second. Yeah. Uh, okay. Along with... Uh, as uh, so we're sitting at six momentum, um, uh, along with the, uh, 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 the the cloak, the the sensors are wrecking havoc. So even if you could, maybe sometimes there's ways to to detect anomalies from cloaks if you know this cloaked mm. in the area. Usually using tetrion particles, but this mm-hmm. system is flooded in tetrion particles, yeah. so that doesn't gonna work. Okay. Meanwhile, Captain Akul is hailing the ship. Captain, you got a question? Okay, yeah, uh, just a quick question. So in this area, this is where the probes were destroyed. We have warped into the Candidate Three system. There okay. are three supersized Class M planets. The two of which are not supposed to be here and one of which the probes were orbiting that's covered in ruins that was the one that uh that and dr talia Faro, uh wants to have a landing like they wanted a manned mission to this want, planet this is the one that's that covered in that blue tetrion energy hmm. that's the one that the romulans destroyed those probes that were orbiting okay so they destroyed those and all this interference was there previously it's not suddenly the yeah, probes were destroyed this, and we show up and the, now there's the, all this the, extra the, the shit interference going on. was the stuff that yeah. was we believe to it, it was it was giving as we discovered in the last episode it appeared okay. to be the kind of eddies that are generated like gas coming from a machine but it's not hmm. gas it's tetrion and gravimetric particles but it seems to be a byproduct being, of being something like an, uh, I don't want to say blown out of, but it's it's being emanating from a, a, a source, uh, a, a, a machine like like it looks like the kind of stuff you would see in a lab, but it's on such a massive scale, and there's no source of where that machine could be. But those patterns are like it's it, 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 the way the the patterns are. This isn't this isn't a natural phenomenon. Yeah, mm-hmm. it matches the eddies that were in the convoy mission okay. way back in that day. And, All right, so there's and no... the kinds of signals that were left behind from the supernova after it vanished. And it's, it's clearly marked by the same ancient technology. Captain Akul is hailing the vessel. I put him up on screen. He's there, the Mapool. He's kind of leaning forward on the view screen, kind of got his whole face just filling the bridge. Ah, oh, yes. And he's just like... Love it. <laughs> he's just, uh, Captain, you should set course for the Class M planet. We're going to do a search around for those Romulans. We're going to cloak. You're going to cloak? And uh, 
And he's just like, that's what I said. And he's going to turn off communications. Okay. And the ship just cloaks as it begins to move off. And it's doing like a patrol through the system in okay. cloak. That's uh, immediately. fine by as me. Soon as, that's what a lot of Klingons will do. They warp right in, cloak right away. Because you yeah. can't warp and cloak at the same time. Yeah. And you can't have shields up and cloak at the same time. So the shields go down. They go to cloak. And they. And then I will, I will so wish him the, the best of luck. The people are in the system. But you also don't know where they are either now. <laughs> Neat. And you have no way of How many other them. Klingon vessels is there? Was it just the one? Just the Mapool. Okay. How many vessels did we leave behind at At Narendra, Narendra there were Station. three uh, uh, vessels. Uh, but, I mean, one of them was a runabout, the one that you rescued from Signals, the oh, Sasquatch yeah. Hana. Uh, one of them is the Revelations, which is being dry docked. And the two others, we haven't given names, but let's call that so one. I... Oh, the, one of them is uh, is uh, an Akira class, the USS Hadfield that I mentioned earlier. Okay, uh, good. You got, you got shuttled around, but it's an Akira class. It's way too small and uh, to, to deal with this stuff. And um, they haven't been equipped with the advanced sensor equipment that you have. Uh, they would be able to see even less in this system. So that's one reason why they were left behind at Narendra. They sent their biggest best most okay. well-equipped ship out here that's the thing is well i don't think we can send a message back at this point but it has just occurred to me as we've arrived that yes they did uncloak right in front of the camera and then shoot those things and if they're not trying to bait us out here into a trap then they may very well be trying to pull strength away from nadrender station so that they can hit it while we're out here dr talia Faro is hailing the bridge <laughs> Oh, the doctor? Yeah, she's like calling directly to the bridge down from the lab. Okay. She's kind of against protocol. She's a civilian. She should know better. Uh, or she doesn't know better. <laughs> I just, I'll, I'll look over to Lieutenant Commander Bowen and be like, that's your civilian. Uh, do you want to handle uh, this or do you want me to take care of it? Uh, put her up on screen. I'll put her up on screen. It's like, oh, good. I was trying to reach the captain. Hi. Hi, uh, Captain. Uh, when are we heading into that planet? I can't get any readings from out here and we might not have that much time to understand what's going on here. Immediately. <laughs> Good. Just getting our bearings. Excellent. She like then turns off the channel. <laughs> what have just you like, been doing so, to people? So, <laughs> silent look between the captain and Bo. Just like the the shit. Your pilot, this cadet that's on board. Uh, let's give him a quick name here. Okay, so so Ensign Hughes is there on the con. Thank you for supporting us, Andy. Uh, Ensign Hughes is there on the con, and he's having a time though because <laughs> we're rocking. The whole ship is starting to move as we move in to the, yep. the the third planet that we're aiming for. Like, we're going through waves and waves of gravimetric eddies. Kind of the nebula from the convoy, but way more intense and Ooh. far more powerful. Like, to the point where the Tetrion particles are visible to the naked eye through the view screen. You're seeing these, like, it's like Aurora Borealis, but in space, right? Like, and just kind of moving, like, waves and eddies. And you can't really move around and through them because we're also in a big old boat like the Galaxy class. Oh, yeah. And, and so it just, every time it hits, the shields kind of shimmer and the whole ship, and he's yeah. trying to do everything he can. If he was a player character, I he's would have him rolling, best. daring, and con. And if he, it would be a difficulty of three, and a failure could bring damage to the ship. But we don't have a player character on that roll. So instead, Captain, I'm going to have you roll okay. to keep this cadet calm to see how well he does Steady. to get I us into Steady. I have empathy as well. You got some empathy up there? Yeah. Um, you could send some telemetry data up to his station to help him navigate through this stuff Absolutely. Uh, as also maybe a little note going you can do it <laughs> yeah, yeah. just breathe you can handle this yeah 
You've been uh, through The Sims. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that really does fall on the on on the XO right. here. If you want to, I know uh, you gave your speech to the whole crew, but you got a chance here. Like maybe you stand up from your your chair and you take a position beside him. Could I use my talent? Uh, diffuse the tension. Yes, absolutely. Because okay, he's sweet. starting to sweat, and you're worried that if, <laughs> if he doesn't like get his shit under control, he's gonna take us into the planet. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then that means I roll three instead of two. I get to roll an extra There's a user. big wave about to hit us oh, here, fuck. and you just gotta. <laughs> Am I rolling? Down. I'm just gonna Talk let this be to the captain. Just something to do um, while we get into orbit. Now that would be command and presence. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think command and presence, or if you, it depends which one's better for you. Insight is also an empathetic stat, so presence and command. Control. Control also would definitely help as well because okay. you would be maybe instructing him like just move on the x-axis yeah. there, put in your coordinates. You, you got, got this. this. This is this is You've no different from going through times. anything. It's yeah. fine. Like yeah, the but he's also like the first time he's piloted a gas class ship with like a thousand people on board. Boom, three successes. So Very oh nice. shit! So you create this advantage uh, of uh, he's able to get Steady. through. Steady. The, uh, <laughs> without any failure because it was a it was a difficulty three for the con. So oh, you, nice. you meet all that. So I'm not. I would have rolled nine points of damage on the ship. If that Fuck. Um, so uh, it, <laughs> it, 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 the ship kind of weathers through it, and he's able to move his way. And he he does some kind of nice, like unorthodox maneuvering for like you didn't know galaxy class ships could move that way in space, <laughs> did you know? Um, and and makes you gets you into the orbit around uh, the class M planet, the super planet. Woo. Even at a distance, the third class M planet in the system seemingly fills the view screen. Easily twice the diameter of Earth, its surface glimmers dully in the sunlight. Every meter of the planet's surface seems to be covered in ancient stone ruins and spires. So it gives it this very weird color to the whole planet. Like there's no, there isn't a patch of natural land left. There's no oceans. No greenery. It's just gray and stone. And no ruins. oceans it's either. all constructed. If they are, they're built over it. Uh Visibly, even at a distance of thousands of kilometers, Holy you're shit. able to make out roads and patterns, and you can see that it's constructed. Um, unusual pulses of energy keep tripping the sensors at irregular intervals. You can almost see the swirling pockets of tetrions and gravitons between the ship and the planet. So everything is just swirling and moving, and it's it's crazy cool. Big old big magic planet. Uh, huh. So, Teth. And Bo, you have both been prepared for a landing party. Um, no sign of the Romulans, but the Mapool is out there. It's got your back. You're here for this planet, and 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 Talia, uh, Talia Farrow is finally like, you know, are we going down? When are we going down? We're ready to go down? Like we can't get anything from these sensors from orbit because there's just so much interference. We've got to get down there. We've we got agree. To, we're, we understand we're, we're that. We're finally here. We understand. We are going. That is the mission. Yeah. If you, if <laughs> you uh, uh, actually test, if you you and Talia Farrow maybe are down in the lab together because mm -hmm. you're both on the task force, and she's yeah. like pacing the room, going like, "Why are we just standing still? Starfleet moves so slowly. We might not have that much time. And once the Romulans are coming back, we may never get answers." It's a ship full. Of people. <laughs> there are a lot of variables. There are a lot of things to think through. It's yeah. not just you in your uh, in your. Are you lab. sure you want her? She wants down on that landing party, though. I'm not. I'm not sure. Like, you're gonna send with me. Um, <laughs> uh, let's say it'll be a landing party of five. All four of you plus an NPC. Um, though you would have to justify why your characters are beaming down to the planet. I have um, no justification for that. I mean, you do in that. Like, why would the captain be down there? 
I have mean, you've seen Star Trek. It's, it's one yeah, of those. Yeah, well, let's say, other than you've got a ship full of cadets now, so it's a little yeah. bit different than sending a senior staff down. And also, uh, like it's like who do you want to send in harm's way? And maybe it's you this time. Uh, and then there's also. Um, you might not have the ability to communicate and give orders to the landing party while you're down there, and or while I'm uh, on and Stephen Prince has earned his chops. He can absolutely look after the ship while you're gone. Okay, uh, and and unlike Haddock, he's not exactly going to be the kind of person who's going to be like, "Come you can't go anywhere." Chazar might have issues with you going, uh, unless you also bring her along. Uh, Wherever you go, I go, Captain. So, but it's like it's up to you. Does 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 Schofield want to go down to this my, planet? My blessing and my curse. If Schofield wants uh, to stay up on the planet, indeed. I'll let you play Talia Farrow, right? Um, and and you can play well, the civilian doctor, or or we'll, or we'll roll up a character for you. We've also got Stephen Prince still from the last time. True. Um, I mean, you make a you make a solid point that the ship is mostly at this juncture filled with new people. Um, and sending one of the inexperienced people down to the the planet's surface to carry out this mission might be an Especially oversight. Especially if you engage the Romulans. Yeah, like it, it's if a problem. If you're going to potentially go to war with the Romulans today, you want to be the reason why that happened. Yep. So <laughs> then was... I'm going to want to be down on the planet, it, 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 if nothing else, just in a position of responsibility. I feel like as, as far as Talia is concerned, like the, her her enthusiasm is fantastic, but... This is important. This and is there's a already mission. been there's already been a sign of aggression. And if she's going to be uh, causing anything to go at risk, if she's going to decide, you need her up on the horizon correct. to be able to take in any information yeah. you find. Instead, like give her a, a position somewhere on the ship where she feels that she is getting what she needs, yeah, okay. and keep her Lassa, the hell away from who, trouble. Who, who wants to break the news to Talia Farrow that she's not going on that mission? I'll take that on. That's your that's your civilian. So as yeah. this is going on, then maybe the door to the lab opens up and it gives you a chance to like walk into the scene. Uh, yeah. So uh, she's like packing her bags. As you walk in the door. Yeah. I'm going to uh, to help you move to one of the advanced sensor labs so that you can get the information as uh, as we're sending it. Uh, doctor, I need you here. I And she's like crushed. She's <laughs> kind of like... Wesley crushed. This is, this, is, this, is, this is my life's work. This, this is... is the Shackleton Expanse. We were here before Starfleet got here and now you're putting me on the bench? I'm not putting you on the bench. You are the most experienced to understand the data that you have before you. To have you down on the planet when we have uh, uh-huh. a race of people who, uh, mm-hmm. who want to destroy us uh, out there, I cannot chance that. Mm-hmm. I need you here safely on this ship, safely with the data. And, uh, I mean, she... <laughs> well... Fine, and she just was unpacking her bag, kind of passive aggressively, and uh, I mean, she's she's not benched; she's just the catcher. That's all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. All right, uh, <laughs> Captain and Lassa, who is on the landing party? Like, just work it out here so we can beam down to the planet. Okay, well, uh, to be to be frank with human terms, uh, Lieutenant Commander Bo, this is your rodeo. Do you want me down there with you? This is your task force. Who do you want yeah. on your away team? Uh, I need uh, I need shovel uh, kill. You need I need Tess. Yep. Uh, Captain, uh, I need your experience with diplomacy. Yeah. Mm. When I've tried that in the past, uh, we've had to leave. No one quicker. speaks to Romulans like Schofield speaks to Romulans. <laughs> 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 Sir, I've seen I have seen you in action when it comes to a battle of words 
as well as uh, phaser battle. Stephen Stephen Prince can handle the ship, and uh, I mean, you can give him his orders, uh, as ever they are. Um, Don't sink my boat. <laughs> and, or, and, <laughs> and, and if you and if you engage with the Romulans, leave the system. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Tazar, where I could see you helping us is uh, there are times where logic does not prevail in our plans. Yeah. Uh, I need to have that. I need your skill with that. Uh, to see uh, the broader picture, yes, okay. as well as the Thank precision, you. yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, so uh, and then we also, will. Also, you know, um, maybe on her record, uh, Tazar was part of the delegation that signed the peace treaty with the Cardassians, so has mm. also a very strong diplomatic background before she went into being a counselor. Mm. So there is like, if you're also looking for if diplomacy is the answer, uh, you might have a star diplomat on your hand. As well, that would be perfect. We will also need another okay. security person. I think potentially security, and do we have someone as far as engineering as well? Well, you have Jared Cherney. You could bring down who uh, I could go through and find his little is, uh, sheet. Is Amos and, around? Uh, Amos, uh, what have I got here? Stephen Prince. There's Jared Cherney's sheet. Stan Jamos. Um, How many security can we spare? Well, um, you don't have. There's a, a lot whole, on the ship. You don't have. A, so. you, you've got enough. Like on the horizon, you have a crew of. Uh, you have a scale of six. So you can go down That's with you can you can you can t- team down with with uh, with six people if you wanted to, um, but that would be uh, an escalation spend if you did that. Um, I wouldn't create stats for them. I would just have them as like a crew, like a department. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want to beam down with a security detachment, uh, I'm going to get two threat for that because you're beaming down with a much more aggressive stance than the usual five person person landing party like your old trained starfleet officers five person is more than enough to handle almost any situation if you want to beam down with an additional five security officers uh who are all equipped with weapons um i'm going to get threat for each additional security officer you beam down with so potential just maybe six of us then one security one engineering if we can take those two people with us and that's I our, think that we our should be good with five. Five, five is enough. We'll have one security person. Mm-hmm. Let's go with the engineer. Okay. All right. Okay. So uh, uh, Jared Cherney, engineer, uh, he knows Jeffrey Trube, uh, Tubes, and he knows Tribbles, and he takes things at face value. Uh, so he's He knows be, Tribbles? He's down there. <laughs> uh, and he's been working on uh, uh, beefing up your tricorders. So, so he's there. He would normally be also the transporter chief. Uh, he's going to do a control and engineering task with a difficulty of two uh, to beam you down to the planet. Uh, control and engineering Yeah, can is... we get a shuttle? Because I'm scared to beam through. Look just... at how difficult it was to get the horizon down. Oh, is it going to be easier to teleport? It's going to be easier to transport. Ah. Oh. Yeah, these uh, like this is the reason why they didn't send anything smaller than a galaxy class ship. It scares me. Like there's still. so much on <laughs> particles between you and the planet. That yeah, the, the ship ship to ship might not work. Oh yeah, sending a shuttle might just kill uh, us. That's fine. I rolled two successes. Nice. So, um, <laughs> as you're beaming down, uh, you do feel like there's a bit of that strobe light where you see both places and you're kind of like you're in that energy beam for a while and as you come down to the planet and there you are on the planet of the surface surface of the planet um all this electromagnetism and all these other particles and stuff isn't like immediately lethal to people is it crumbled buildings and damaged spires are visible in all directions you have a cmo with you so he can tell you crumbled buildings and damaged spires are visible in all directions as are piles of stone rubble and assorted ancient detritus detritus 
Uh, one common element visible in all the walls, spires, and ground slabs are grooves cut into the stone in either straight lines or precise angles. Hmm. Carved glyphs of an unknown language are carved within the walls and spires as well, matching the writing found on other ancient sites discovered in recent months. A light wind kicks up whirls of dust here and there, and the entire area is blanketed in the strange silence of a long-abandoned city. There are no animal noises and no apparent sounds of machinery aside from the gentle chirping of your tricorders as each of you pulls them out. Well, initial scans of the area show this to be a dead area of the city, says one of your, says, says Cherney as he's going over. I recognize the, uh, some of the symbols that we see here oh, good. cut in. Uh, reminds good, me good, of Seku 6. Would you uh, like to roll to? reason and science? I would love yeah. to. Difficulty of two. To be able to document to some of this stuff and send it on back. Difficulty of two, though. So you need both of those to succeed unless you want to roll in some of that momentum we've been generating to get a buy extra dice. You can purchase dice with momentum. Uh, you can also d use determinations to generate a third free die, and anyone else can assist in this roll to I'll, roll I, in extra die. I can die. assist because I saw some too, did I yeah. not? Uh, I am going to use well, uh, And momentum. you all have tricorders as well. So it would be reason and science, and it would be assist with reason and science as well. Uh, I would let Jared roll with engineering stats instead um, because of their background. Yeah. Okay, so you have one success, and you're, are you buying, did you buy I did buy one, yes. Okay, cool. So. And I, uh, I have three successes. Oh, perfect. So That's difficulty four. of two, That's, you end, yeah, you end up getting four in total. So uh, uh, hand me back a momentum here. Uh, failure might have blown up your tricorder, which is too bad. Um, <laughs> it's kicking out massive amounts of tetrion particles and electromagnetic eddies coming from the stonework around you. Uh, you um, see that, that one of the larger structures to the northeast of your position is emanating a power signature. In fact, if you spend this momentum, we want yes. to spend this momentum, yes. you notice that there are pulses of blue energy that are going through the groups, not all at once, but just like every now and then you see a pulse. And by examining, you're seeing they're all going in the same direction. They're all vroom, going towards that Something. northeast structure. Mm. And, uh, and and there's it's, it's an epicenter of this energy. Amazing. Um, and, uh, yeah, so the uh, <laughs> uh, the walls and spires all around you are all like carved. It's it's kind of like I don't know circuitry, but like glyphs and energy. It's actually a lot like the Sheikah from Breath of the Wild. In, yeah, in, in in Legend of Zelda, that um, like that blue. It's all that like drippy blue tetrion energy moving through the whole like this whole as far as the eye can see the horizon. It's all this kind of stonework. It's very. Is very something else. That's kind of like taking down like documentation of all these symbols. Like this is just stuff. But it's not. Take it's pictures. not often. It's just. It's <laughs> very dim. Yeah. And in fact, it, it, you're the first one to notice it from that momentum span. And it, you have to point it out to everyone else. Be like, there. Did you see it? And like, I didn't see anything. Is it possible for me to use my? I have a focus in linguistics to be able to decipher any. You. It, it's it's such a dead language. You mm. are recognizing similar symbols from 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 the data dump from uh, from the other ships and that that have been discovered yes. across. It definitely matches the aliens, but what it means or what it says, if it's it could be math, it could be graphs, it could mm -hmm. be blueprints, it could be words. There's just n not enough information to to even begin to. I recognize I that one. It says you are here. So. Oh, it's just, so it's yeah. it's street sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, street sign. You're standing here, Captain. I mean, you're still the captain. Uh, they're mm. still in charge of the task force. Uh, what do you do? Well, um, through scanning and looking at all of the like the energy pulsing up and everything like that, I am going to 
I mean, it's a long shot, but I'm going to check the area for any other life signs other than us. Mm -hmm. And if no life signs, I am going to scan the immediate area for bodies or debris left behind by living things. Your tricorder will pick up occasional bursts of energy. They're coming from specific points. And it's not bodies that you're looking for, but it's almost like jumper boxes that are carrying along the current from one grid to another. Oh, boosters. And... uh, Yeah, so so that's that's you can you can continue on, or we can pause and study this a little bit more. I'm gonna I'm gonna point them out to the other folks yeah. that are just like I'm yeah, sensing like, that there's like you're, you're as the current's moving towards this structure, there's these little signal boosters some of the that spires are kind of pushing or some it along. Of the walls, there's there's it's not visible, uh, but on your tricorder you can see that it's like yeah, a booster or a jumper box that seems to be collecting and then redirecting it further along the grid hmm. can we feed some of this up to tali to to see if this is something that she's more familiar with as yeah. well well in order to get closer you can't get anything once you find out there's you you're recognizing the structures that have them there's there's a few you've passed now um they're all behind your tricorder picks up a groove where there would be a hidden door in order to get a better screening of a reading you would have to get through um the door on this uh, so it's in the structure. You'd have to get into one of these ruins in the structures to get indoors. Uh, and that would be fitness and engineering uh, to get through that uh, that We're specific, to figure out how the doors work and then also mm. brute force it. Uh, Journey, can you uh, open that uh, structure for us, please? I mean, I can, I can give it a try. It's uh, been a while since I've been on a away mission. I'm really excited to be here. Just uh, <laughs> All right, so it's a, it's a difficulty of two, though. So anyone want to help me out? Yeah. Like put a little mm-hmm. bit of your elbow grease into it? Fitness and, it, it, fitness and engineering. I'm, I'm you could do fitness and inclined. command. I'm the one as an assist. You don't have to do the same role. You can justify how you're assisting me. Okay. And so it can be something different. But he needs to figure out like the engineering of this door because I mean, right. Star Trek is great with coming up with different ways doors open. Yeah. And some they open Maybe sideways. The some they open yeah. upwards. And they just disappear. And so, do we want to spend any momentum to purchase an extra die for me? You have five momentum still. Mm, why should we, I? We could use yeah? this one. Okay, let's okay. let's let's spend a momentum. So Journey, uh, he um he needed to roll uh, what's eight plus four. Twelve. So twelve. He got one success, and oh, and we spent momentum. He got two success. Uh, I got one. Two. You got one success. Yeah. So we got we got three success. So we'll gain a momentum, or um, uh, nothing. Nothing, unfortunately, was in um. Oh, he has conduits as focuses. That would absolutely work as a focus, but nothing was in range. Hmm. Remember, when you roll with a focus, that, com- that discipline score is now your critical success range. Hmm. So normally you only get a critical success if you roll a one. But if you can justify that your roll works with one of your focuses, so use those focuses as prompts for how you come up with solutions, your range, if you roll with a discipline that has a four or a five, now anything between one and five is a critical success and will generate an advantage into the scene. Mm. Um, okay. So the uh, uh, the door uh, the door is stuck at first, and and then and then it kind of gives, and all the dust kind of falls off of the of the stone, and and it opens up uh, to to uh, show a bunch of hidden rails that are built in that frame the door. Um, you now have access to like an inner chamber, and there is it's like a, a stone crystal that your tricorders are definitely picking up as reading energy, kind of storing it and then redirecting it further down the path. Like they're coming in from like five sources, and then it puts it down one source. Huh? And it's like a like a like a junction box. Gentlemen, 
reason and engineering or reason and science with a difficulty of one, you can study that and send your data up to the horizon. Yeah, sure, I will. Go for it, Jeff. Yeah. And I'm getting two. Reason and science, I'm not so bad. Ooh, ooh. One success. It's all right. It's a difficulty of one. That's all you needed. Oh, cool. So Perfect. the success reveals the jumper box is acting to focus the device for the power stream. It channels it into a more powerful stream of coherent energy and continues it down. So the closer the energy gets to this structure, the more compressed and condensed and uh, concentrated it is. So this whole planet seems to be focusing more and more powerful energy as it moves in towards the center of the structure. These junction boxes aren't far apart. So th it, the exponential scale of power is, it could be something else. And that's, that's, that's what you're hearing over like, Talapinero is like trying to like backseat drive this whole away mission. Th that crystal, do we recognize that as being of similar construct uh, to the one that we found on that other, like on, the, the same on those ruins? The same and gravimetric scans, the same blue. It's not like the crystals and the obelisks. Uh, it's like, it's older, hmm. uh, like these stone ruins. Uh, and they've also been exposed to sunlight, so there's a little bit of bleaching that's happened. But it's, uh, there's no algae, there's no life, there's no animals, there's no... Uh, vegetation no bodies it's just like uh it's like something it looks like something out of dark souls i imagine like it's just yeah. it's just s stone ruins with these grooves and everything uh, uh the, the strongest power current keeps moving deeper and deeper into the ruined city all going in the same direction and there's the northeast. just and there is no no signs of anybody like no vehicles no bodies uh, do you want to spend a momentum to check out yeah you know what? Yeah. Okay, so you spend uh, momentum and you're able to read into the subsurface of the city and there are tunnels and caverns and rooms. No life signs, but you pick up even more power currents under the surface of the city. And you don't even know how deep these power currents go, but what's happening just here on the street level seems to continue on down into the depths, all moving in the same direction to the northeast. Damn. What were you... Uh, Jovico, Where the power is being a... generated from is indeterminate. It's all coming from that ways, but all roads are leading in. The right. powerful source is somewhere deep below the surface of the planet. As you dig down, you're seeing they're, they're, it's coming up and to the northeast. So it's so coming out of the planet, it's coming being collected out by and then moving in. And, and then, it's sort of like there's like a then, current going in. Okay, so the, so whatever whatever this energy is, it looks like it's being emanated from the planet's core, and then these this infrastructure seems to be collecting the energy and then focusing right. it to mm -hmm. that building. You're getting a chirp yes. on your communicator. Oh, okay. What's up? Stephen <laughs> Prince is on the line. Oh, Search no. A Klingon landing party. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can't wait. And you start hearing, like, and they're out in the streets, and you hear, like, more doors being kicked open and things being knocked in, and oh, my God. the Klingons are on the planet's surface. Cool. Great. Neat. All right. Uh, let's get out there and talk to them, I guess. Uh, can you just keep a monitor Yeesh. on the radiation levels? Uh, Absolutely, yeah. It may be part of why we don't find any life signs is <laughs> yeah. that this kind of energy affects uh, systems. Uh, you know, but, uh, 
our humanoid yeah, systems. Could, could I check to see if some of this stuff is hazardous to us? Or like, um, yeah, the levels are not high enough for any like exposed, like long-term exposure over months or years, maybe. But just for the time on a landing party, uh, you're all going to be fine. You all like the standard boosters got you covered. Um, okay. I just there, wanted, there is radiation, yeah. but Tetrion uh, and Gravimetric. I mean, that's the kind of cosmic rays that you're exposed to all the time. Um, it's like it's the time particles and stuff, and so it's a. Uh, uh, it's 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 very high, but we're not talking dangerous levels of of, of radiation. But I want to collect it again as part of our data set, oh, yeah. so that we can it, project I mean, this how, kind you know. of radiation and this kind of exposure we've never encountered anything like before. Right. There's no way to know what long-term exposure would mean. Um, but uh, you're not hearing any of those whispers like we heard last time or anything like that. We've got two telepathic members on the on the team, and in, in the last adventure, uh, Connell, we the, these crystals were like getting into their brains. Oh and they fuck! Were hearing whispers like a, like a, like an arena, like oh damn, <sighs> and we're not. This is. Quiet. quiet like you have never been on an away team to a planet more quiet like even on even those other those dead worlds ones, yeah. even those binary worlds and stuff uh they were going to an extinction level <clears throat> event but there were still like trees and there was still water and there was still like like that that kind of even that warmth that comes with a planet that has any bit of life even on a desolate world with just wind because of the natural geography you get sound this is just silent everywhere Desolate. Except for now the Klingons, who you're hearing yes. more stones being knocked over and things right. being crushed, yes. and they're well. reading energy signals, sir, heading to the northeast. Well, and uh, let's let's go. And, out and, and they're talk standing in the door of the room you've just walked into. Silhouetted is a cool. Ah, oh, my favorite Klingon. <laughs> my favorite captain. Ah, uh, good to see you've brought your away team down here. How goes the hunt uh, up upstairs? Just broken walls and glowing rocks. There should be something more interesting further into the city. As a matter of fact, we happen to be following a signal towards one of the Capitol buildings. Would you like to follow us? Well, if they if you find it interesting, no doubt the Romulans find it interesting. Precisely. And we're gunning for our fights. Okay. And they're all like they've got like batleths and they've got rifles and and he's brought down that security force that you were thinking of maybe we should come down with. Okay. I am going to try and diffuse the tension. <laughs> okay, see if I can talk him into a. I'm gonna see if I can talk him into a support role for our team, mm -hmm. like to defer to our yeah. uh, our our command and our and our position. So if I tell them to hold, then they might like coin toss actually. Let's hold. let's see can how I successful try, can you I are. Try and help with it too, because yeah. I have as far as my talents, I have proud and honorable. Yeah. I guess going back as far as yeah. uh, the Eldorian, and can I the yeah. team dynamics yeah. as well. For yeah, that? so so okay. so you can all back up okay, your captain, okay. just like taking a nice like posture and giving a little bit of advice okay. here. Um, now I'm going to use so each of you roll one die after uh, the captain rolls his. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm using diffuse attention, which yeah. gives me an extra d20. Um, using focuses like diplomacy and yeah. persuasion that um, increases your range of success. So if that's like right. so if you're rolling with command, it would be one through five. Yep. So if you roll anything from one through five, not only will it be a successful roll, it'll it's also create critical. an advantage, okay. which you can add to a trait, and that trait could be Klingons get in line. Yeah. Right. You're going to need an advantage in order to get something that beneficial to you, mm -hmm. which would be a, uh, something that's added to a scene that will affect future roles and difficulties. And as far as empathy on my side, is that something that I can help with too? Yeah. Or is it strictly more on to his support side? the captain as okay. well, right? And you can like like you're all rolling in, but mm -hmm. I think the captain's been at the one at the front right now as the face of the group that's to, fair. to a cool. Especially when talking to this guy. Ah. But you'll have a chance okay. to do any one-on-ones with so... a Klingon. So roll your you roll your assistance. Uh, uh, the two of you and counselor. Two normally. Six, oh, that's a four. There we go. The eleven. Will, will that eleven work? Yeah. What was it again? It yep. was. 
For Pre- you, it was, uh, uh, however, maybe insight or presence with your uh, discipline. Presence. Your, 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 uh, your, presence uh, in anything will be a success. Yeah, so yeah. then you're yeah. fine. Okay, I got two successes. One is a critical. Oh, hell, okay. Uh, I got one under the, uh, the, the, the discipline, so I rolled a two under five. And a cool is like, well, I suppose you did get here first. <laughs> Very well. Additionally, uh, if we go in there, boots heavy and guns blazing, we could potentially destroy something that could be of great benefit to us. And he's future. already on like notice with the general. Yeah. And 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 where he would maybe come in firing first, he's like, General Kamar would not be happy if this task force didn't work out. Yep. So he's going to, you know, you seem to always come out on top, and he's going to be your second. Yeah. For this. Kind of ride the coattails of whatever impending right? victory. He'll, he'll may follow come the captain. The rest yeah. rest of you are just Good luck. Like, like chum. But um <laughs> so 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 the three of you are gonna be mixed in with the other Klingons if you want to have more of those empathy stuff and work with them. But for the now, uh he, he wants to continue on towards the larger structures in the distance. And All right. we're kind of we're kind of wrapping here. Let's move out. Um the uh uh as as you make your way towards the distance, the, the the buildings are getting more complex and taller. The spires are getting like there's more intricacies going on here. Maybe because there's more energy being sectioned, but it's it's clear that you're moving towards something um, uh, uh, more 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 impressive. Uh, the uh, uh, as the pillared hypostyle hall uh, soon takes shape in the distance. It's almost twenty meters high and over a hundred meters square. Uh, faint blue energies trace along the columns and walls of the building. It's clear that the power pulses that you've been following are all leading into this building. Hmm. Uh, as you near the hall, you start hearing loud voices nearby. Romulan voices? Well, do you want to investigate? Well, yeah, we're like, supposed like to the, be the, the only... Uh, Akul's got your... Like, he'll follow your hand signals here. Okay. So you hear, you hear loud voices. What do you do? Just, like, hand up to, like, hold silent and listen so you... first. Because if I hear, like, loud voices, are they speaking English? So there's, or... there's, like, steps and there's, uh, there's ridges. There's lots of places to... Like, it's not just a flat horizon. So yeah. if you make your way up, maybe with Akul by your side. Yeah. And you look over the ledge of one of the walls... Uh, you see a small group of armed Romulans surveying the area nearby. Mm-hmm. Some of them have scanning devices in hand. Others have disruptor pistols. And a few have rifles. Ah. And they're all like Ulan class. They're all like foot soldiers. <laughs> Look over to Akul and be like, I'm glad you guys are here, huh? <laughs> and he looks at you and he goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> today will be a good day. As players uh, take in the situation, uh, I am to pick a player. So are each of you or each uh, starting to look over and seeing the Romulans? You're each taking like a stance around these buildings. Um, one, two, three, four. Four. This works goodbye, awesome everybody. Because, <laughs> because you were the and one who heard goodbye. the whispers in the last campaign. As you approach the hall and catch a sight of Romulan landing party, you notice, uh, Lhasa, that just beyond that, those soldiers, there's uh, another uh, uh, three of them uh, and a tall bipedal alien. It appears that the leader of the Romulan party is talking to this alien that is nearly three meters tall Whoa. with light green skin, 
wide, lidless eyes, a pug nose, and arms and legs disproportionately longer than it would seem to fit their frame. Oh, no. The alien's fingers are quintuply jointed and move in a flowing, almost hypnotic pattern as it speaks to the Romulan. And then, Lhasa, you hear in your mind, Welcome. I am Assessor Tredek. I did not expect additional visitors. May you be more congenial than these people. Thank you. What's congenial? I would love a conversation (laughs) about you and your people. You think that back, but there's no response. This may not be a two-way communication. Um, Captain. Assessor Tredek seems to be completely aware of your presence. None of the Romulans are. Captain, Hmm. I have just received a communication from the alien. Oh. They are aware that we are here, but the Romulans are not. So we have some advantage and have some time. It seems that the alien is peaceful by the way that things were worded to me. Okay. The loud voices you were hearing was the Romulans trying to speak with this alien. Mm. That's what caught your attention as you brought him in. The alien is standing near the entrance to this great structure that you've been walking towards. Okay. We could very easily play this to our advantage. Uh, if we walk in open and we don't sneak up on anyone, and like. We will find out what your plan is. <laughs> yeah. In the next hour. There we are. Bum, 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 bum. I think that's a good moment to mm-hmm. to yeah. hit pause. No, very good oh, moment. Let, let it ah. sit. I'm supposed to be like, give the players a moment to react to this. So I'm going to give you a moment. I'm going to give you a whole week. And uh, <laughs> we'll come back next week and find out. We finally met the, 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 the titular character because this is Assessor's this, Gambit. This big thing. Um, yeah. And uh, I'd He's love to. Boy. I'm trying to imagine. Like, it's I've got this. I mean, boy. I know Neil sometimes likes to do little sketches. We've got three meters <laughs> tall, green, lidless, uh, green skin, lidless eyes, pug nose. Like, it's, it's, it's a very. Jim Johnson really created an alien character. I'm trying to imagine what a Quinn. Uh, Quinn. Yeah. Uh, 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 so it's five joints. Jointed. Yeah. Qu- like five Fluid, joints like water. in his fingers. Not, not one, two, three. Like, wait, he's got two more yeah. onto his fingers. And they move like in a flowing hypnotic as he's talking. Kind of, I imagine a little bit like Saru from Discovery. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. and he's, and he's, and he's just kind of Jeez. there above these Romulans who are like, yeah. we are Romulans. Right? Like, they're just, they're just being Romulans. Anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say, it would, it would be easy in this opportunity for us to just walk in and out diplomatize. Captain Akul the crap out of is him. like yeah. gripping his Macleth. Yep. And we're going to deal with that next <laughs> week. Uh, the crew of the Horizon, the away team on Candidate 3, our super planet. Uh, I'm, I'm your GM, Justin Ecox, surrounded by our counselor. Erica, live long and prosper. Sabo, I'm playing Tazar, Vulcan counselor. Our captain. Uh, Colin McBeth, better known in the geek community as Toronto's greatest supervillain and evil genius, Dr. Terawatt, playing Captain Gavin Schofield. Our science Andorian. Uh, Neil Tavares. Or a doctor, actually. Doctor. I guess we're a doctor yeah, on doctor. our mission. Yeah. Dr. Teth Quill, I suppose. <laughs> Neil Tavares. Not least but not least, who always seems to get the messages delivered directly to his mind. Velvet Wells, the Velvet Duke of the Dandies. I am playing Lieutenant Commander Bo Lassa and also the leader of the task force. Yeah, you should never have subscribed to that mailing list uh, in the last adventure <laughs> now. They're never going to keep talking to you. Like, Are you interested in the subscription of more telepathic messages from... Uh, 
Until next time, everyone, thanks for supporting us. Thanks for joining us here. Uh, we'll be back next week with our third episode of four in this campaign. Uh, the uh, It's been a lot of, like, exploration, investigation, but now it's a bunch of Romulans and Klingons in a room together. That's going to go so well. I'm sure it'll be real oh, chill. So great. So it's going to be so chill next week. Oh, Make so, lots of tea. Until, until then, <laughs> if, brew some tea, be good to each other. Bye. 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 The Terrible Warriors have new episodes weekly, every Tuesday, and the next episode of The Assessor's Gambit will come to you this time next week. Only two more campaigns remain in our season. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors to stay in the loop on what's going to be happening during our off-season. Patreon supporters get a bit of a heads up on what's going on. You can go follow us on Patreon at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors, a supportive Five dollars or more gains access to debrief episodes and exclusive content we create just for Patreon. And a little higher up, you can participate in our private games. If you want to be a part of that, there is actually a sweepstake happening right now, which you would know about if you followed us on Twitter. You can join in on our private game happening later this month in March. And that spot at our private table is being sponsored by the Stormcrow Manor here in Toronto, where I have personally joined up with them to be a part of their DM and Dine program. You and your friends can reserve a table at the Stormcrow Manor, and when you do through the DM and Dine program, you can also reserve a Dungeon Master to run you through a game. You know, yes, we'll play Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. Yes, you will get me to run a game of Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. But I will also be willing to run any game you've heard on the Terrible Warriors. For more information about the DM & Dine program, head to dmdineto.com. Star Trek Adventures is published by Modifius Entertainment. And The Assessor's Gambit is written by Jim Johnson. Today's Terrible Warriors and your intrepid crew of the USS Horizon, Connell Macbeth, Erica Sabo, Neil Tavares, Velvet Duke, Game Master Justin Eacock. And like I said at the beginning of this extra, we'll return this time next week for part three of the Assessor's Gambit, right here on the Terrible Warriors. <laughs>